Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Esto solo es el principio. Porque lo mejor... Esto no se va a quedar así. Lo más impactante... ¿Por qué? Soy tu padre. Esta mujer me robó. Por favor, abre tus ojos. Está por venir en... ¡Pablo! ¡Entendiste! Tu vida es mi vida. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univisión. Y eso... Sí que amerita un brindis, ¿no crees? As mothers, we continue to not only add more and more things to our daily to-do list, but we also manage an entire other invisible to-do list on the side. Yep, those things that just magically get done. Today we vent and talk about how we could manage to be, and most importantly, feel more productive as we tackle this invisible list. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Motherish Moments. So this topic, Karen emailed me an article um, that was very interesting to me about this invisible list. I had no idea when she's like, hey, I want to do this invisible list concept. I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? One of my best friends, Diana, one time recommended a book to me. She always recommends books to me and I'm like, I love you so much, but I like literally don't have time. But I usually like will like read or listen to half of it and then I'm like okay I get it I got the book <laughs> but this book talks about you know like the invisible load the invisible list of motherhood and I was like what are you talking about and then as soon as I started like listening to it because I got the audiobook I was like oh my god that is what has me so overwhelmed those are the things that take me kind of like over, over the, the edge, edge that yeah. I can't really just like delegate. But anyway, we're going to get into that today. And I'm sure just with our introduction alone, you're probably listening and you're like, okay, yeah, I think I have an invisible list. Too. I know. But we're going to get into our motherish moment of the week first. Yes. So my motherish moment of the week has to do with daycares. So I started to tour and look into several options for Ford. Really? Yes. I thought it was going to be easy and I was going to be have a lot of options. Reality is that the pandemic has truly affected that whole entire industry because it caps them at a very low number. Mm -hmm. So every classroom could only have like eight to 10 children of his age, which means that they're all full. Right. <laughs> so I was very, you know, excited to go into that stage for him just so he could be exposed and learn from other children, um, even if it's just a few few days a week. And I really have no option. I, I'm on the currently on three waiting lists, two of them till August. They told me that they'll have nothing till the next entire school year. Yeah. 
and the other one may have something in the beginning of 2022. So yeah, so that's where we're at right now. But it was also nice, like, we know, we did the tours, I went with Ford's dad and you know, it's good to have like different perspectives on what we're looking for and what we want for him. What kind of school are you? I realized that what may have worked for you as a student, mm-hmm. perhaps that was very academic, very like, you know, structured. I think, I guess he's still very young, but Ford is definitely more of a free spirit. Mm -hmm. He's more creative. His father's like that too. So I think he's like a good balance. So we're trying to find something that is going to be appropriate for him and was going to help him develop better. But yeah, but at the end of the day, like we're pretty much taking whatever's going to, whoever's going to take it. (laughs) So we have a few more tours next week. But yeah, it's just crazy because I never thought it was going to be this difficult to find something. Mm -hmm. I think after age two, they have to wear a mask at school. Do you know? Yeah, what? so that's also another factor. Like, do we want your children, you know? So yeah, so at two, you have to wear a mask. They're all still implementing the mask mandate. I think there was only one that was like a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. with that. But yeah, it's a lot of factors, you know, like do you, even the building itself, do we like this building, the environment, like it's a safe tool, like another, there's so many things to consider that I never thought of, you yeah. know, is it close to like a busy street? Do we want if a car, you know, I work in news also. So everything I report yeah, yeah, on, yeah. I'm like, this oh. could actually happen. A car could drive into this street, daycare and like, yeah. you know, it's crazy things you don't think about. So it's been nice to kind of bounce off with Ford's that like, okay, you know, he thinks of stuff that perhaps I didn't think of. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the environment, the chair, the teachers, how long mm-hmm. the teachers have been there, the number of students per class. It's crazy though, because we walked into one of them, let us like kind of sit through one of the 18 to 24 month old class. And I feel like Ford is so much bigger. Like they look so babyish to me. I'm like, mm. my kid's going to like teach this class. Like, not, not, you know what I mean? It's just like, so the teacher's like, look, if it's a bit uh, an older, like a bigger child, maybe he could be the youngest of the next class. Yeah. So we're considering that too. So we'll see. Hopefully by next year, he'll be, he'll be somewhere. Good. <laughs> so my motherish moment is around having a very, very difficult uh, couple of weeks with Victoria in the sense that, um, you know, she's very verbal and that has now translated into very snappy and very, she's kind of rude, honestly, (laughs) about everything that she doesn't want to do and when she doesn't want to do it. And and so she like will yell and be like, no quiero, no quiero hacer esto, whatever. And so like, imagine like, all day, every single thing you have to do with her is now a battle. And that's like really hard because I'm trying to figure out what is the tactic for discipline and education that works for me and works for her. The range goes from like old school, which is like, you know, haces esto o te pego, you know, to new school, which is like an extreme of like gentle, like, okay, you don't want to. Let's you, talk about your, let's Do you want to throw this, cereal right? at the wall? Well, I'm going to protect the cereal from going to the wall. And it's like, that might work for some families, but Victoria is like, I don't care. And I'm like, okay, great. Uh, and I personally, this is something I was talking about with my mom. I'm not like, Like, I I don't like raising my voice. I don't like being stern. I'm not like that. That doesn't come from me. But I have to dig and find some sort of way to, like, make her understand there are times where this is what we need to do. And this is a boundary. I'm setting a boundary now. And you have to, you know, go with it. I was asking my mom the other day, how did you manage to give us, like, that stare of death? And we just knew 
yeah. better. Yeah. Even till today, you know, like she looks at you and you're like, oh, like that's it. I'm yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to get home and this is my last day. I have on boundaries with my mom too, right? Just no. But I don't, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like now I'll be like, four. You know, like I try to be like yeah. that. And he kind of <laughs> just laughs or like walks away or like, yeah, yeah, sure, mom. On top of that, she like guilt trips the shit out of me. So I swear, I know this sounds insane, but I feel like when everybody goes to sleep, she must like wake up in the middle of the night and watch like telenovelas. The other day she was like crying, whatever. She goes, I'm like, mama, respira. Like, let's stop and breathe, whatever. No quiero respirar. And I'm like, okay. And then the next morning I'm like, oh, ¿qué pasó? Let's talk about this incident, whatever. She goes, yo estaba llorando por tú. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, fuck. Like, it's a lot. And I'm like, this is supposed to be like a long stage. Like if you end up going through this with your child, it's like, it could be long. And, you know, imagine at the end of the day, like six o'clock, I stop working. I'm exhausted from being on, I don't know, eight or nine back-to-back -back meetings all day. And then I'm like, now I have to start this shift with this little girl that is like, mah, mah, mah. and I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> it's just hard. And you want to educate your child because you don't want them to be like the brat that annoys I know, everyone. I that's everyone's fear too. Like, Four went through this little <sighs> hidden stage. He's, I think, fading out of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you don't, you want to have the sweet Listen, patient. I don't need her to be sweet. I don't need her, I just need her to not be rude, you know? And I need her to like follow directions sometimes, sometimes. And if she wants to negotiate, like I'm down for that because I want to encourage that behavior for her as an adult. Funny, the thing about but, following directions when we we're touring the schools, it was, you know, so cute to see all these like two-year-olds like mm -hmm. sitting down and kind yeah. of cluttering in their own space or whatever they were doing. And we kept thinking like, I cannot imagine Ford, like how he's going to transition from like, he <laughs> yeah. really much does whatever he wants. You know, I'm always like, he's an explorer. I want him to explore. I want him to like not have boundaries, not have limits. That but, was maybe like a Montessori. Yeah, so. I don't want to do Montessori, but... Yeah. We'll do an episode on like the things, the options, because I feel like there's so many options mm -hmm. out there and so many models. But it's been anyway. a great learning process. Lo mejor, lo más impactante está por venir en Tu vida es mi vida. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univisión. The Invisible List. So I'm going to read something that I found here to talk about the invisible list or the invisible load of motherhood. So they break it down into three parts. There is the physical labor part, the mental labor part, and the emotional labor part. So here, I'm going to read this. The invisible load of motherhood describes the unnoticed and uncompensated physical, mental, and emotional labor completed behind the scenes to keep our households happy, healthy, and running smoothly. I think about this a lot because as we step into a version of normalcy now, as, you know, things get more complex as Victoria grows and more things are happening now. She's got like an agenda of things and, you know, entertainment commitments and yoga class and swimming class and someone's birthday party or whatever. There's all these other things that happen. So these are some of the things described as the physical labor. So these are usually more noticeable and 
produce direct visual consumable results. So physical labor in terms of motherhood load, growing and birthing a human. Yeah, no big deal. Huge. <sighs> Completing household chores. So something as simple as like, it's time to deep clean the fridge. You know, like these are not necessarily things that are usually top of mind for our spouses. Sometimes you, listener, you may have a spouse that thinks about these things. I do not. Uh, and that is not a criticism. It's just a fact, right? It's just, it is what it is. Preparing meals, this part kills me, which may or may not get eaten. Story of my life. Thank God Juan literally will eat whatever I put in front of him. He's like so great with that. And if not, if I don't make anything, he's like, don't worry, I'll have cereal. But to cook for your toddler and then they'll be like, I don't want this. And you're like, great. I just dirtied a bunch of stuff, like whatever. And then packing school lunches, which like I don't have to deal with that yet. But once maybe Ford goes to school, yeah. that's Somebody, a thing. The, one yeah. of the first questions too is like, do you have a meal plan? Or mm -hmm. like, what's, what are the meal plans? And you know, when they say, oh, you have to pack your lunch. I'm like, yeah, uh, negative. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. but. Then there's the mental labor, which includes, now I'm reading, okay. Planning and coordinating day-to-day -day activities of the household. And this is the majority of the invisible load. When I read this list, I was like, I feel seen. Okay. <laughs> so for example, Rotating clothes, shoes, and toys as things are outgrown. I do this in my household. At the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Okay, now I get to take out this new clothes or whatever. But once you're like two years in the game, yeah, no. you're Actually, like... Actually, before that. I think once is, four yeah. was like 18 months. Well, like a year, I don't know, mm -hmm. four months. I was like, okay, this is so annoying to kind of have to be like, pull the sodas and fit him. Like, you think it's obvious? Like, even like... You know, this is like <laughs> yeah. 12 months. Why is this still hanging here? I remember you know? one time in the middle of my like most frustrating times or whatever, where I was like really overwhelmed. I said to Juan, I'm like, how do you think that Victoria magically has like clothes and shoes that fit her every day? Like, do you think that there's like an elf inside the closet <laughs> that like through the back of the closet opens up a compartment and it's like, dee -dee -dee -dee. no, Stretches that elf the clothes is out. me. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's me. Like, I am the one that goes in. I change everything. I'm like, okay, those shoes don't fit her. She's starting to get blisters. She needs new shoes. Like, when I was reading the article on this topic, the main thing that I got from it was, which is... I get it now, is how you emotionally feel at the end of a day when you don't feel like you have accomplished enough for everything that you had on your actual real to-do list. And it's because a lot of these things are taking up so much of your time and mental, mental space, space in there. Yeah. That of course you're going to feel like you failed. Oh, today yeah. I didn't get any of my other... Yeah. But you shouldn't because that's why this invisible list... I guess should be included on the actual list. It's just so hard to list. quantify though, right? Because there are tiny things that, for example, this could take two minutes, right? Making your child's next doctor appointment or making your own doctor's appointment. Like this is not the kind of thing that like, if you give it to someone else to do, you're not gonna be like, oh, what a relief. Like it's so tiny that you're like, no, this takes me two minutes. But all of these things take a couple of minutes, which and, and then up. when they add up <laughs> another one, which is like, oh, I feel this one too now that we have all these like parties and things. Purchasing a gift for the kid's birthday party next weekend or for like the neighbor's birthday party. We've gone to three parties recently. Every single one of them, we show up with a gift, of course. Where does that come from? I used to be so good at that. Like, I become so bad at it. My you know? best friend's son's birthday was last weekend and we showed up and the gift stayed in the car and then I felt so bad and I was so angry because it had taken me so much like find the time go out yeah. you know wrap it put a little thing put the car and then like for me not to actually have the gift 
at the party. It was like so annoying. Here's another one. This is a big one too. Researching the newest and best things for all sleep, nutrition, development of your child. This one takes a lot, especially in like those first early like year, yeah, when year you're whatever. Like over, when you're like over researching everything, questioning everything. I found myself questioning everything and not only researching about it, but like then making the calls, doing the text. Like, what do you think about this? What yeah. you- Just taking the decision is like a lot like knowing what are the options for example when we were going to start solids with victoria it's like okay these are the options like and i remember one night i laid it all out for victoria listen to me she was going to make a decision the best is when you do months. all the work and then you you know present it to to juan or to yeah. someone else and they're like yeah whatever whatever like, you literally, want literally like, that was what? my life what <laughs> yes i was like listen so there's this thing called baby led weaning you know the traditional way is with the purees and blah 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 and then these are the pros of this and these are the cons and this helps for that and blah 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 and he goes Oh, great. It sounds like you've got it all figured out. And I was like, blop. I'm like, hurry. Well, the same thing with the score tours. I keep going back to that because this has consumed my life for the last month, I think. Yeah, he shows up to the tours, but it, you had to pick up the phone. You had to like research which one did you love? Like mm-hmm. what type of like educational approach do they have, you know, to get into the waiting list to actually get an actual tour booked that on a schedule that actually worked for both of us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This takes there's a lot of moving effort, parts before it just actually happens, you know? Mm-hmm. So what we do is that, yeah, we actually put the date on their calendar. I mean, I'm really good with the calendar. Like for me, it's like, yes, yes. if I it's know. not on the calendar, it's it doesn't happen. Happening. And it's happened to me where like I've double booked something because someone forgot to put something on my calendar. And I'm like, listen, someone. <laughs> She's like, people, put things on my calendar. It's true. Like, if you're not emailing me so it could be automatically added to my calendar, it's not going to happen. I apologize. Yes. It's you guys, just- I put things in Pamela's calendar. <laughs> yes. And it's horrible. But if it's not on there, it's very rare for it to be done. And now there is the emotional labor, which like this actually, as I'm reading here, ties perfectly to my motherish moment. So the emotional labor of motherhood is all about managing the other household members, particularly your kiddos' feelings. Research shows this part of the invisible load can be the most challenging for a parent's mental and emotional state. Examples are riding tantrum waves, story of my life, comforting, sad, frustrated, overwhelmed, or hangry kids, Convincing toddlers to do anything. This is us too. Like literally this week, every single day, we toss her in the shower, screaming and crying. Because she's like, no, my kid, oh my God. Whatever. And I was like, girl, like, you We don't stink. negotiate with terrorists. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm going to grab you. And I grab her and she's kicking and screaming. And I throw her in the shower. Because I'm like, you need to take a shower. I'm tired. You need to go to sleep. Like, let's go. And then here, I don't have experience with, but it's motivating older kids to do chores or homework. And so all of these things, physical, emotional, and mental, are 24-7, 365 days in sickness and in health. The emotional part is interesting because I feel like a lot of those moments really throw off my calendar, Mm -hmm. right? So like, let's say I'm (laughs) leaving and I'm like, listen, we have a doctor appointment or I have to be at work a certain time and four is like clinging onto my leg or he's crying or something. Mm -hmm. Like it takes a lot of time and you know, the guilt, like I'm leaving him behind. I have to go to work. Like, let me carry him, like come with mom. Like I was never aware of how consuming it could be. 
and how you're right. I guess what's the solution? Do we just add it to the actual list? Are we just do we give ourselves a little bit more wiggle room and more time and space? I do want to finish a couple of things here around like stats that they have. So this parenting and the gender gap, which I think is an important topic as well for different households and families that might be listening. So in households where both parents work outside the home, obviously this is pre-pandemic, so you can just swap that to inside or outside the home. 61% of moms handle most of the household chores themselves. 54% of moms manage their kids' schedules and activities. 55% of moms take charge for caring for sick kids. And 62% of moms take less than one hour for themselves every day. When only the dad works outside of the home, the distribution of household and child-related labor is even more unbalanced. Like, this is so hard. And this is why... Yet another reason out of the many reasons why it's so hard sometimes for working moms to continue to succeed in their careers after becoming uh, mothers. Now, I totally sound like I'm like dad shaming here. So I will read this part, even though it is against the grain for me. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. So yes, dads have invisible labor too, but only barely. So here they're saying like, definitely like a takeaway is like, do not use this conversation to be like, I have it worse than you or whatever, because that I think is going to generate an entire other bucket of problems and conflict in your household. But what mothers often look for and what might make them feel a little bit better is a simple, I see you. Like, But it means seeing yourself, like being aware yeah. that, hey, maybe some things are not getting done because I have all this other stuff that I am doing and that I have to do and that is expected of me. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween, right? Everyone had a costume. How did everyone miraculously had a matching costume? Yeah, like, yeah. No, you know, know, it just happens mm-hmm. because... Somebody went to the Goodwill. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> So it's things that perhaps we put on our load on ourselves. Yeah. So I think even maybe being aware of the fact that we're getting so much done, it's and it must be even big improvement. harder as a single parent to manage all of these things because it's on you. So much of it is on you, which I think is really hard. I think with Juan, like he tries so hard to like take on stuff or whatever. And then now he's becoming like a little bit more conscious of things because I'm also like passive aggressively like throwing shade. So the other day he like randomly like Venmoed me. He's like, this is for all the birthday party gifts. And I was like, oh, so you're aware. Like, you know, which is whatever. It's a step in the right direction because like I mentioned, it's like bad. It feels even worse to be like, hey, I'm doing all this and you're not and blah, blah, blah. And the truth is that if he did it, if he took on some of this stuff, I would probably still want to be like all up in there and be like, yeah. wait, 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 but when did you make this appointment? And what no, gift and did I think you a get? lot of these things are things that we want to do or that we have to do because yeah. no one else yeah. is going to get them done. Yeah. But it really hit home for me when I was reading and saying like, at the end of the day, when you feel like, oh, I failed because I didn't get these stuff, you know, all these things that I actually had in my real to-do list, is you should be, you know, more patient with yourself and be like, oh, you know, it's okay if I didn't get all this stuff done because, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't expecting the tantrum that I had at 11 in the morning when I was leaving to work yeah. or, you know, or having to, you know, adapt to something that just came up. You know, a few weeks ago, I was dealing with the nanny that I've had for like a year and a half was transitioning into like a new stage in her life and she couldn't be with us anymore. So it was like, okay, I need to like figure something out immediately because, you know, I am a working mom and I, I need help. And and that's kind of how we started looking into like daycare options for the baby. But yeah, but there's things that in life that are going to happen unexpectedly and we just have to be able to kind of adjust and flexible. And we talked a lot. I think this whole second season has, has had a lot of grace 
yeah. um, sprinkled into our topics, which is like, let's give ourselves more grace, you know, like celebrate ourselves and kind of be like, okay, we're doing an okay <laughs> job. And uh, and if we're not, then it's okay also. That's like there's going to be days fine. that are not yeah. great, but it does feel amazing. And we've talked about this before where we, we do get everything done and we're like, okay, yeah, killing it, you know, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that was helpful. I found it so interesting I know. too. I don't know. Maybe... Karen like, had one of those uh-huh moments when yes. she read this or heard this <laughs> and she was like, I, we need to talk about this. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thank you. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Dicen que traigo la suerte a todo el que está a mi lado Y esa es mi mala fortuna Basada en el clásico de Juan Rulfo Llega Univision El gallo de oro Supongamos que la caponera puede inclinar la suerte A quien ella quiera Estás tardando en conquistarla Con Lucero, José Ron y Plutarco Asa Este gallo está cambiando la vida En una historia legendaria de amor y azar No trates de cambiarme No lo vas a lograr El gallo de oro Lunes a viernes a las 9 por Univision